Welcome back to Bob Talk with Talia Little. Before we start today, I'd like to acknowledge the traditional owners on the land in which I'm recording on. So I'm recording on Bunurong Country and you guys are on Mijin. Is that how you pronounce it? That's the name of uh, like Brisbane, but we're in uh, okay. Turrbal and Yagara country is, is Brisbane. Yeah. Oh, awesome. So before we begin, let's just do a quick introduction. So left to right. Um, our left. Oh, yeah. left. Hey, I'm Felix. Um, I'm 19. I play guitar in the band. I'll do some vocals here and there. All that fun stuff. Yeah. Um, Jeff, uh, I, I'm usually in the middle, well, now, now we're in the middle, uh, 20, 25, um, I play, uh, didgeridoo, didgeribone, uh, which is a slide, slide ditch, um, but an instrument called the face bass, which is like a wire that goes into my mouth while I play ditch. And, uh, also an instrument called, uh, Ableton push, which is, a uh, um, like a drum pad, an uh, instrument pad. Uh, so we play that live as well. Yeah. Uh, I am Jake. I play, well, I do rapping, touch of singing, I guess. And, uh, and then also play Didge. So yeah. Big. Uh, well, thanks guys. Oh, nine, so 1925 and 19. Mm. And we're yeah, brothers. Six. Oh yeah. So you guys first started, is it Tajaka? Jaka. So silent T. Jaka. Okay. Yep. So where did that name originate from? Um, so that, uh, so our mob, uh, we've grown up in Brisbane all our life. Mm -hmm. Um, we found out in the year 2000, uh, I would have been four or five years old and dad, uh, we were on a family trip in, in Broome. Um, we were just going around the country and dad was, uh, while we were there, dad was approached by a guy and, um, we knew we were indigenous, but we didn't know where from. And so, Long story short, this you know they started chatting about stuff, and yeah, we found out that our mob was from just north of Broome. There's a place called Beagle Bay, uh, and that's uh, Jabra Jabra country. So um, we hadn't been there before. We didn't know that that's where you know our mob was from. Um, but yeah, uh, and Jaka is a shortened version of our skin name. So um, Jakamara is the is the uh, I guess the long name for it um and we're sons of Jupuru or Jupurula so that's our dad's skin name so it kind of goes in the cycle um and the skin naming system over there so yeah that's where it comes from wow what a sick name like what a sick background too yeah. do you guys go up there and visit much visit country we um we would we were planning to just before COVID hit um but as you know everyone got got smashed by it we we've had to push it back. So hoping, you know, I don't know what's happening in WA, but if we can get over there, it'll be, yeah, it'll be deadly. It'll be awesome. Yeah. Sick. So I probably should have explained this to everyone listening. Probably should have done this at the start, but today we've got three awesome, really awesome guys um, on from Jaka, which is an electronic dig reggae band. Would you say, did I describe that really? Is that how you describe yourself? Honestly, it's like a mix of just like, awesome sounds. I haven't heard too much of what you guys do because I haven't been able to really find it, but I've watched a live as well. I think it was for four, no, it's like triple four or four, four, four triple Z. Mm. Yeah. Is that how you say it? Four triple yeah. Z. Yeah, yeah. Which was super sick. And that was before Felix came on. Yeah. 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 Sick. So 
That was a minute ago. Yeah. 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 I think that was nearly a year ago now in December. Like yeah, December a year ago. So give me a bit of the backstory. How did you guys start? Because it's really cool to see as a young Aboriginal person to see other young Aboriginal creatives coming up, especially in the music industry. Like I feel like there's not a lot of, there's not a lot of exposure for young Aboriginal people and this kind of music as well. So you've kind of really got a cool gap in the market. Tell me how this all began. Um, Well, I think we can all say a little bit, um, because we've all been on our own journey separately um, with what we do. Uh, Dad being a musician, like in our family, we've been to so many gigs. Uh, Woodford Folk Festival is one that uh, we've been to quite a lot. Uh, we've been to Canada. Um, yeah, we've been to New Caledonia, like all these crazy places, just uh, watching Dad and, and playing Didge uh, when he wanted us to. But um, I guess our journey, um, so our journey has always involved music um, with our family and, you know, have a few aunties that are dancers. So performing and stuff, it's very, like, it's very... Pretty natural. Pretty natural. Um, But the sound of what I kind of wanted to develop started probably three or four years ago Um, uh, with the face space that I was talking about before um, that... I really wanted to push that to another level because um, that's what my old man uh, played with and still plays with to this day. And, uh, yeah, it's been a lot of development for me over the last few years of, you know, working out how to create a live performance with something like a Ableton Push where you've got endless possibilities of what sounds it can make. And so, um, so yeah, I was, I've been doing that for probably three or four years and uh, I'll throw to Jake to talk about his kind of, his vocaling, her vocalizing and his rapping, um, which joined up last year. (laughs) So yeah, pretty much, I guess we've all been doing our own stuff. For me, it was in high school, just freestyling with all my mates. Someone would start beatboxing and we would just like spend hours freestyling. Mucking around really was what it was then, but slowly over time it started to become like one of my friends was like, Hey, you should give it a go. Like, cause (laughs) <laughs> like you should actually make this something. Yeah, yeah. He was like, you should like, you know, try and do something into it. And so I'm like, all right, maybe I should. And then as that happens, Jeff started getting his stuff real tight, like real on point. And it sort of just flowed from there. One thing added to another and then came to came together. And I'll chuck over to Felix to <laughs> explain it. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Yeah, it's such a such an awesome thing to be a part of. Like as a as a guitarist like you never really expect to be joining like an electronic like rap band but um it's been a great time i remember when jeff first played me like the demos of one of the songs that they'd had like ready before i joined the band and i was listening to it and i'm like yeah you're onto something here man this is fucking cool like i don't i don't know i've never heard anything like this but, um, so what were you doing beforehand um i i've been playing guitar for a while but i Decided probably about two years ago, maybe I was like, I'm going to try and give this, a, like, give it a go, like try and actually make something of this. And then, um, it wasn't until, um, earlier this year that I got a message from Jeff being like, Hey man, can we borrow one of your guitars? Um, Jake needs it for performance. And then I was like, Oh damn, these boys are fucking doing their thing, making some music, playing some shows. That's awesome. And then, um, how long after that was it that you, uh, it was February, so a couple months. Yeah, a few months. So the one you, so for Triple Z, the live stream happened December 1, and that was just Jake and I 
and Felix's guitar. <laughs> and then, <laughs> then fast forward to February, we were kind of like, we've we got a few emails here and there, but like we hadn't played a gig yet because it was just the live stream and we really wanted to. And then leading up to, uh, leading up to the February gig, which we got confirmed our first live performance, we were pumped. Jake actually dislocated his shoulder. So, um, so we then, he couldn't play guitar. And then, then we were like, Oh, Felix, like, what are you doing? Do you want to come and play? And then from there, Felix has played every show and, you know, it's just fitted perfectly because we all have different styles and yeah, something to bring. So um, yeah, that's really sick. Yeah. So was that your first live show? Was that at um? Was that your Concrete Jungle or something? That was that was our second official show. The first one was at a place called Warehouse Twenty Five. Um, shout out to Cam. He um he's in in Brisbane in uh, just near Suncorp Stadium actually. Um, mm-hmm. and so that was that was a special night. Um, but then from that and, and the four triple Z live stream that got out there. We were super lucky to get a spot at jungle love as our, it was really our second gig together. So it was, and that was, that was really special that night. That was really cool. Wow. What's it like just like working so hard for something beforehand and then going on stage and performing for people? Like what was the transitioning of that like? Um, I think for, for me, it was special because everything that we're doing, I think is a little bit unique with, you know, how we perform and, and the type of music we play. Like we, to put it down to where we play, what we like um, dancing to or watching or, you know, going to gigs to see. So for it finally to be played to an audience and see him like at the festival, with, like everyone was dancing and everyone was loving it. And we got you know, quite a lot of people come up to us after and during the festivals and how great it was. And that was for me, it was special because it was like four years in the making and thinking about how it was going to work. And then it just come off. But like in saying that we're still very much at the tip of the iceberg um, with the single, um, you know, coming out uh, very soon, or maybe when this is released, it'll be out. Yeah, it will be. I think it's like, what day is it? Uh, December. December. Second. Second, yeah. Well, this will be out. The single will come out. So, congratulations on that, by the way. Like your first single, that's sick. Can you tell me a bit about fire? It's called fire, yeah. Fire, yeah, yeah. Yeah, tell me about this. Like the meaning behind the song, the creative process. Like I want to hear. That's like congratulations, your first single. That's amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, fire really is. It's, it's a way of us kicking off our original ideas when we first started the band, I'd say. It's what we sort of envisioned as like us as a band lighting the fire of what our career will be further down the track. And so it's sort of a way for us. It's like the spark. And so the song itself um, actually pays, it pays homage to a lot of the, like a, a really important band that we definitely went through growing up called Catch a Fire. And that's uh, that's just one element, but it's so it sort of encapsulates our our lifespan so far, coming up to this point, and like all the music that we've been in, interacting with and what we're creating nowadays. It sort of encapsulates all of that together. I think. Wow. Um, I think too, like for mob and uh, you know our our culture, fire is um, fire, like meaning just like you know, a campfire or. Something, something that yeah um 
it's something you get around and um, you share stories and you yarn. It's a place for people to come together. So I guess the representation of fire being our first single is that, you know, that's what, that's kind of our aim to be a band where everyone can come and bring people and, and share an experience. And um, the song itself, uh, yeah, like lyrically, we talk a lot about this being the beginning. So, um, you know, the idea that when you start a fire, sometimes, um, you know, it's, it's hard to, <laughs> hard to put out, you know, so that's what kind of what we want to represent, um, yeah, our music in the future. And, um, but yeah, it's kind of, it's reggae hip hop, uh, a bit of did, uh, did solo in there as well. So kind of, it fits perfectly for an introduction to us. Um, and yeah, as Jake said, he talked about a band called Catch a Fire. Uh, I remember when I saw them live, I must've been about 14 or 15 and I was up the front and when I watched them live, that being in a band is all I wanted to do, particularly a reggae band. Cause they're just, they're, they're the goats. They're, they're, so that was the moment you were like, I'm going to be on that stage and I'm going to be playing the ditch and everyone's going to be grooving out. Yeah. I think like I've had a few of those moments over the years, more so going to like, I went to Falls one year and I was watching a band. I can't remember who, but I just was thinking, you know, this is awesome. Like, I'd love to do this one day. Um, obviously, we're not <laughs> not at that level yet, but, you know, like, you know, dream big and, um, and never small. So, yeah. Oh, absolutely. You have to dream big. That's how things happen. you got to think about it and visualise it and it'll happen. Dude, um, you guys have come up at, like, such a good point. I was saying this to one of my mates. He's a DJ. He's Aboriginal too. We're saying like right now for Aboriginal people or Aboriginal bands and music artists and stuff like that, it's such a perfect time to be coming up because people are realizing that they need to be booking us and air festivals are becoming more inclusive and stuff like that. Have you heard of um the festival Strawberry Fields? Yeah, I have heard of it. Yeah. yeah. They have like they have this stage where they play like jazz bands, funk, reggae, stuff like that. And Ochre Collective, I think that's what they're called. They yeah. actually played their like a couple years back or maybe it was ages. I can't remember when they played, but stuff like that. So it's really sick to have you guys as a young group to be coming up because trust me, you'll just be getting booked and booked and booked. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So you talk, of, yeah, it's, it's Fair. sick. Yeah. So you talk about, um, is it catching fire? Cat, who was the band you were talking about before? Catch a fire. In- Catch a fire being like kind of a pinnacle band in what you guys want to be and who you guys are. Was there any other bands or people growing up that you listened to that you draw inspiration from? I think, I think like live performance wise, uh, the Cat Empire who's down from your way, mm. Melbourne, like they, they are like, I, I would say in my opinion, they're the best live band or live act in Australia. Like their music is amazing, but then you see them live. It's good every time. Well, actually, it's exceptional every time. It's so you can good. see on your face. You're just smiling, thinking yeah, about yeah, it. <laughs> back to the amount of gigs, but like they just, it's it's more so gone to an experience. You know, you're not watching someone play music. You're watching, you know, a group of people perform, which is, you know, something that's I think, I, I think that that's what we want to do. Is just you know, not just play music, but, you know, involve and interact. And uh, that's that's another band that kind of, we have all that different influences mm-hmm. as well, but that's a big, that's a band that, you know, we strive to be like, I, I think. Mm-hmm. But um, 
our, our old man, Jupuru, uh, his music um, is basically the stepping stone of what we're doing. Um, we're kind of uh, with Felix and his influences and Jake and his rapping, which kind of just pushing it in our, our direction, like, um, our influences. Um, and, uh, and yeah, I think, um, do you have any, <laughs> yeah, any others? No, just, just as Jeff said before, it's, it's interesting because all three of us, as much as we come together and we love, we all love the music that we listen to individually, individually, we got very different branches, which I think works in works really well because it's like, we can go, bring our own influences from the people that we enjoy to listen to. So that's mm. probably that Kendrick Lamar, J Cole, even old school rap for me. Like I love going back to like Tupac, Biggie. Yeah. Love it. Love the old school that song Into this sort of like feel. So it's, it, it creates something special. Dude. Well, I was watching your thing and I was like, this is ages ago now. And I was like, not expecting you or anyone to start rapping and then you start rapping I'm like what how do you even add like it's like chronic reggae all these different kinds of things and then you've got rapping like it's sick <laughs> what about you felix like what's your what's your go-to in terms of music um that's a hard question lately i've just been getting around like the local music scene in brisbane because um mm-hmm. just we've gotten to be a part of that a bit and um it's pretty pretty exciting checking out all the local talent like there's just so many bands that like you would have never heard of and you go and listen to like one of their singles and it's like top tier fantastic but um uh my main influences that i like bring to the table in jocker is probably like that sort of psychedelic funk sound like funkadelic like Jimi hendrix all of that sort of good stuff from back in the day love that yeah. but uh, yeah as jake was saying we all have such different influences that blend together in such a fun weird unique way so it's 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 it kind of all just matches at the end of the day yeah, and you yeah. just create this you just create this fire you know what i mean yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that's it that's it that's it so like what's the creative process behind writing new music like because writing a song just seems like so far-fetched to me like i wouldn't even know how to start like how does that do you get a beat or do you get a lyric like Mm-hmm. different every time really different. yeah yes and yes i feel like we don't really have one specific way which is which is good for us because sometimes it might start from just a guitar riff that felix is playing mm-hmm. and we could build like a whole song from there and then sometimes it's from like a beat sometimes it might be from a rap that i bring so all three of us sort of it's yeah it it's it depends how I feeling and what the vibe is and then just build from there. some probably some examples are like like I've got um a little home studio with with the push where I'll like on Ableton if, if people out there you know use Ableton they know that you know they you can pretty much do anything with it uh sounds and samples and stuff but um I know I know like I'll just play around with something and then send it to the boys and see what they think and um but usually I think if we do have a process, it's we'll bring bring an idea and then see what we all think about it. And sometimes we actually like I know I've recorded like just a melody that's in my head or some lyrics. I've just recorded it and then just sent it to the boys and, and like, hey, what do you think of this? And then Felix, <laughs> Felix will then come back with some, something like like oh yeah that's that's awesome or ah that's jake would be like ah that's whack (laughs) 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 but yeah no it's like for us with how we work is together as long as like our heads are um you know together and we can bounce ideas off we we pretty much have a rule that um 
you know, we try everything. Um, even if it sounds silly or if it sounds dumb, we'll, we just won't do it, but at least we've tried it to know. So yeah. Try and give it a go. Yeah. That's exactly. pretty much how we make songs at the moment. We don't, yeah, yeah it's, it's pretty open at the moment, which is great. We think that's how we like it. So what about like the lyrical component of your music? Jake, do you tend to write this stuff by yourself? Would you guys all put it together? Um, yeah, I like to, I like to write by myself just cause I'll be feeling, depends on how I'm feeling by the day, but I, I might have like a story that uh, it's been like, I've, I wanted to tell it to someone, but then I'll have to like real think about it, sit down, headphones on, get away from everyone. Mm. And then like, and then I, I like sort of lose myself in it and I come back to the boys and tell them what they think. Like, what do you, what do you reckon? Like, oh, that's mad or that's mm. terrible. Try it again. <laughs> <laughs> Are you constantly just like ticking in your head lyrics and words and poems yeah. and shit like that? Yeah. 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 I think there's not, there's not a day or even like a, there's not even an hour where I'm not thinking of what a line could be for a certain song. It's, it's a curse and a blessing. <laughs> <laughs> did you ever think that you guys would be doing this? Like flick back to when you were like eight years old. Did you picture yourself in a band, like in a reggae electronic rap band? Like was that was that what you were thinking? Um, nah, not at all. Nah, <laughs> really. I mean, <laughs> like I, I think I think at that age, actually, I will tell a funny story about. So they're both nineteen. Uh, Jake is my brother, but Felix is older by what a few months. Yeah, I've known I've known Felix longer than I know, <laughs> know my brother because um, because our parents knew each other. So what? our mum and dad knew knew his parents separately before actually they met or got together or something. So um, there's a video or a photo somewhere of me holding Felix when he was like a few. <laughs> Maybe feel like six and so and Jake wasn't even born. That, so. <laughs> it was meant to be. Like that's where the idea started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> At a young age. Yeah. So that, that it is a it is crazy that now we're all together and you know our our parents have come to so many gigs, like they're super, super supportive. Mm. Um, which we're grateful for. But they um like for them, it must be crazy that we're all doing this together. You know? Oh, they'd be so proud though, especially your dad. Yeah, yeah, he's um, he, he comes to quite a lot of gigs when he's in town. He's, he he does a lot of school school work. Um, he goes and travels around as many schools as he can, pretty much doing you know with the slight ditch and teaching you know uh, music as a as a to kids as being being something you can express yourself with and be creative with. And um, so, yeah, he does a lot of work and that's very like inspiring and grounding for us with what we do and what we're trying to do. So, yeah. So was he, in a, he was in a band. What was that called? Uh, he was by himself for a while. Jupuru was his, uh, is his oh, name. Okay, yeah. uh, and then they had Jupuru and the Bulldawada, uh and then that changed to a band called Yawa. Um, but now they've kind of stopped for a while and I'm not sure uh, if they will start up again, but um, dad's kind of focused on doing his school stuff and teaching the next generation of possible ditch players, whether it be Indigenous or non-Indigenous, you know, getting Australian culture or Indigenous culture, um, you know, out there and, and teaching kids the importance of it. 
Does he ever come in and like try and tell you how to do things properly? All the time, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. You're like, Dad, I've got this, man. Like, I've got yeah. it. Own band now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we like it. I think it's just the curse of, like, uh, not a curse, but um, just just part of you know, your Dad being creative and um, and us being creative. Like, you're never gonna like even Jake and I. You know, it, it, all all of us will yeah have different opinions sometimes, and but that's okay. That's like we we love it though. We're like, yeah. it's like my dad's always got something to say, which is it's always worth listening. <laughs> to. Whether we take it all on board or not, but it's always like great advice. Yeah. 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 So do you guys live together or are you separately? No, no we're all separately. Yeah, yeah. So I'm at this is my apartment where we are today in north brisbane and jake's about 15 minutes away and felix is closer to the valley so um usually we end up uh, the valley is like um for those in melbourne who don't know um is uh where all the party um where everyone goes out and where everyone parties so uh, we usually we usually just are you are you guys there like is that your party scene uh, that's well. I think that's a gig scene. So um, yeah, yeah, we're usually there playing gigs and stuff, one way or another. We're there. <laughs> <laughs> so, tell me one interesting fact about Jaka. Besides your really cool name, like, is there something that you guys love to do together, or some weird like place you like to eat, or just you as a band? We should talk about barmy. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, barmy is probably a thing. Oh, uh, we we enjoy going to the bar meat factory. Mm. The bar meat factory, like yeah. the Vietnamese bar meat, bar meat before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's uh, we're always like if we're driving somewhere, we might look at each other like, "He's hungry." Bar meat, bar meat, always, That's so fancy. Like I thought that would be more of like you know how boys get together, like let's just go to KFC or something. Nah, you guys are bougie. You get bar meat. <laughs> <laughs> There's one, there's one down the road from here, and it is so, it's so popular. Like everyone goes there. It's like twelve fifty, and you get like a spring big as spring roll, a bun me, and a like a can of drink. It's it, it seems bougie, but it's uh, there's lots of tradies <laughs> and stuff down there. Like everyone loves it. <laughs> so, what makes a good bun me? Like in your opinion, like what's the best part about it? Oh, no coriander for me. That's um, what. Yeah, I'm not a fan. That's so <laughs> wrong. You have to yeah. have coriander. I get bloody crucified for that. But, um, <laughs> yeah, no, I reckon actually for me, fresh bread. It has to be yeah. fresh bread. That is like yeah. That's like, a make or break, hey. Make or break, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So it's a bit it's, upsetting when you walk in, you see they've just got them already pre-made, and you're like, oh yeah. Oh, that's the worst. Yeah. Or the bread's like a bit like stale, and you just buy it until you're like, oh, this yeah. sucks. I'm gonna have to endure this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> is there like, so who, if you could collab with anyone or any band, who would it be? Right now. Thinking um, big. Oh, I think big. Thinking and thinking small. Big. We'll go both. <laughs> <laughs> I wanna I wanna say like right now and as you said before, there's so many like indigenous artists coming up, like um Kobe D. Um he was Love Kobe. He did you interview he, he Yeah. Was, yeah. Um he like his recent album, uh oh sorry, EP um that just come out, like amazing. Got JK forty seven, like all these indigenous rappers, Barker, like for me at the moment. 
like I know <laughs> the boys are probably agree to have them come on and spit a verse oh. to like some of our hip hop songs would be amazing. That would be crazy. Um, but you know, they're like we get inspired by those other um young indigenous acts that are just doing they're just killing it. And we're so you know I, I feel like in the industry among all these indigenous artists, there's all this kind of great mutual respect and love that's going on and everyone's kind of pushing their, everyone up. And yeah, so I think at the moment we'd love to just, you know, one day or whenever that is like, you know, do something with them. Like, at Dude, the- Kobe a hundred percent would do that with you guys. Even Barker, like yeah. they, they are, it's like, I don't know. It's really cool to be like, it's always cool to be Aboriginal, but right now, like everyone through social media is like connecting and willing to help each other and just wanting to get behind each other. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Like that, it would, that would be sick. Yeah. yeah you could do a rap, you and Kobe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Felix, do you ever, do you ever get on the mic and do a rap? Or is that just like not your scene? I'm a genius. <laughs> Don't start this again. No. Been, the boys have been trying to trying to get me to for a while. Uh, it's not it's it's not my area of expertise, that's for sure. But um, but you've been you know, you know I'm, I'm 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 open to trying anything. Got to try got to try everything once, you know. Yeah, absolutely. You never know. Maybe some point in the future there'll be a Felix verse in one of the songs. <laughs> absolutely. So, like, what is your favorite line from your new single, Fire? Like, is there a line or a phrase or something that stands out to you guys? Um, there is a line at the end of my first verse that I like. Um, <laughs> and it's, um, I hope people don't take it in a, like, a, you know, me, us thinking we're kind of up ourselves, but we just kind of <laughs> say, um, oh, what else does it go? I don't even remember the lyrics. It's, um, um no. Nah, inspired yeah. Yeah, it's like a it's like a part where it's like we basically say that you know you find anyone like us to be a liar, and that's mean. That's hard. That that's that's meaning that you know, like when when are you gonna find two two digits and a guitarist and a you know uh, an instrument pad on stage all, all together at once? So. Um, you spitting yeah. facts like it's, yeah. it's, it's, a, it's a fact like there's nothing like you guys out there at the moment yeah yeah that's a hard line yeah it's hard. yeah what about you you got that's probably the one that go to you as well that's yeah. uh, that's like the what made me write my verse but, you know. there's a um there's a rapper called home homeboy sandman have you guys listened to him before oh uh, no he spits this really cool line. It's like, now I'm on stage where I used to be in the front row. I know we spoke about this a little bit before, but like in the next couple of years, are you guys really looking forward to, you know, performing in front of bigger crowds? Like what's your plan? Mm. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's definitely our plan is like the, uh, bigger our crowds, but also broaden our crowds too. Not just start uh, like increasing volume. So I think, our, our way of sort of tackling that is we're very open to different areas of which we already are pretty open to different areas of music, but it's, I guess, gone the extra, extra step and really, uh, I guess, losing ourselves in different kinds of music. Yeah. That's really sick. Um, going to talk about the more of where we're aiming. Um, yeah, <laughs> uh, we got aiming big. That's uh, yeah. I think always. I think like with, with where we are now, like 
Sorry about that. Um, <laughs> yeah, the scooters. Everyone loves to rev out here. Um, yeah, the um, I think next year, like we're trying to take it one show at a time, one step at a time. Like this single is, you know, been quite a while. You know, been in the works for a while and bit of, a bit of work to do. So we're just trying to enjoy the journey. Um, whilst we we were dreaming big, but we're just kind of head down, bum up, and just work hard. So, um, but yeah like what you say playing bigger crowds like we get we get energy we know that the bigger the occasion the more we like it like the bigger bigger the stage we we just like we just always know we're gonna feed off the energy yeah yeah exactly and we just we love it like it's i think all together we could say that um you know playing bigger shows and in front of big crowds is is the best feeling i'm sure you know so many other artists feel the same way so yeah. Do you get a lot of adrenaline pumping through you before a show? Yeah. Um, yeah. I think like we all get like a little bit nervous to a point, but we're all, we all know we're feeling the same. So that kind of just. Good like, nerves. Good nerves. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say the adrenaline is at its peak when we finish the show. Though. Really? Oh, Why yeah. is that? Is it just like. Yeah. Good because it's over, or like you just feel pumped because you're done. Yeah, like I mean, it's it's like good adrenaline where it's like yo, like, we're just pumped up for some reason. Yeah, you have, like even more energy after, like oh, like that was sick. We just killed that. Yeah, yeah. I always get to the end of a set and I'm like, damn, we should so just keep playing. Like, keep hour. Hour. <laughs> <laughs> just keep going. Just stuff the other people off. Just keep yeah. going. <laughs> you know, you guys being obviously young and being youth. Is there any advice you can give to other young people everywhere wanting to be a musician or wanting to start their own band? Like what's a piece of advice you guys could give them? Just start. Just like, and I'd I'd say don't, don't worry so much about what people think of it. Just do your thing and there'll be people out there that, that enjoy it. So I think just, just grind into it. Don't worry about, I don't know, other things in your head, just do it and then enjoy it. Yeah, enjoy it. The main enjoy it. It's main probably thing. the most. That's, yeah, I would say if you're trying to be, and it's kind of something we have to remind ourselves is, um, don't forget about the work that goes into it. So, you know, like whilst whilst you can have a dream of what you want to sound like or what you want to be, um, definitely put the work in. You know, in your in your room, whether it's with a guitar or a, or a drum, you know, a drum kit or whatever, just focus on what you can control um and and then you know and then it'll it'll just happen naturally but i think yeah it just comes down to that um dream big work hard and yeah that's that's what i'd say very very wise words guys (laughs) for some young blokes from queensland (laughs) is there is an australian tour on the on the plan? Yeah, I, hopefully it's in the makings. It, it's it's interesting. I was talking to someone the other day about like just the idea of going to even Sydney. Like we've got family in New South Wales, and um, you know the idea of going somewhere other than Queensland at the moment. Like it's only we only start just starting to talk about it because like with the borders and stuff. And hopefully yeah. Um, this comes out we can do that but it's been so long to even consider coming down to melbourne or to sydney that the idea is like like oh can we can we do that can we so, actually do that like, yeah so i mean <laughs> we would absolutely love to come down to you know melbourne 
Sydney, like got across to, you know, WA and just share what we've been working on the last year or and, and previous to that. But um, yeah, absolutely. We'd love to do a tour, tour one day and, and share what we've been, we've been up to in Brizzy. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'd love to have you down here in Nam. Like Melbourne has a sick music and um, creative arts just every everything about this place and music is amazing so i'd love to see you guys if you come down here or if i come up to queensland i'll have to come yeah. to a show and jam out with you guys yeah, yeah. maybe i'll get up and spit a rap who knows but um thank you so much for coming on mob talk today i'm seriously so excited to hear your new song fire um and yeah i can't wait to see what you guys come out with I can't wait. Yeah, no. Thanks so much for having us. Thank you. No, thank you. Thanks everyone for joining us on Mob Talk this week. If you like this podcast, please share it with your friends and don't forget to chuck us a follow on Instagram. And we'll see you all for another yarn soon.